all living in a world gone geek. It's time to geek hard or go home. The podcast is real. Here's your host, Grounded Geek. Hey, everybody. That's right. I am Jeff, also known as Grounded Geek, and it is another episode of the podcast is real here from World Gone Geek. Uh, this is an exciting time. And so we got a great show for you tonight. Great guest that we're going to talk to in just a few minutes. But before we do that, uh, I want to talk about um, an event that happened this weekend that Utah and I took part in. Um, but I don't want to talk to myself about it. So let's bring Utah in. Hey, Utah. What's oh, up, Oh, no, man? I'm big. I'm big. No, yeah. make me smaller. <laughs> and also Aaliyah is here with us. Whoa, your camera is a different oh, quality today. <laughs> what happened? I don't know what's oh. going on with that. Oh, it's. What? I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> are, are you? Are you? It's it's fine. We'll put you in the small window, and it and it won't be as noticeable. <laughs> You're joining us Thanks. via satellite <laughs> from 1997. From 1995. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you switch your camera to 720? Is that a thing? And this one on Streamyard? Yeah, it was. yeah. In, yeah. in Restream, you can switch it up so, to yeah, 1080. It's on 720. Right. Okay, it, lo- it looks better now. So. It does look better. And it, it was on the thousand. 80. Are you are you using oh, a 1200 baud modem? That could be the problem. Too. I don't know. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even know what that is. You don't even know what that is. No, you're, I you, have you're, no us, idea. You are All right. Not so those of you who are just uh, tuning in, uh, reason we're doing this and 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 is we're using a new software, a new program here tonight, and uh, basically, uh, you know, as uh, I now have on my soundboard, it wouldn't be a world gone geek show if there weren't technical difficulties. That's right. So I can just play that whenever now instead of because I always have to say it every episode. So I almost feel like that should technical that should, difficulties. That gone. should be like the disclaimer at the beginning or at the end of the episode, right? I know, right? Like those and lawyers followed, followed shortly by. What's up with that? <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So this weekend was Extra Life. Extra Life is a twenty-four hour gaming marathon to raise money for children's ne- children's miracle network hospitals. Some the police are arriving at someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you said, Jeff. You that said that my? too. You said that too early, Jeff. They're coming to is get that, you now. Is that you guys, or is that it's, here? It's not here. That's that is you. That's they're coming that is, for you. That is you. They're coming yeah. for you. You're right. Or, That's the thing. I live so close to the or firehouse. Somebody in your house. <laughs> it doesn't make sense that I do a podcast and audio show because I do interviews in the <laughs> afternoon and giant trucks drive by. Uh, the landscapers come next door to do the mowing. It always happens to me. So I figure Sunday night we're we're safe, um, but I then guess you know <laughs> I guess the police and the fire are going to come out. Um, but anyway, that's not even a technical difficulty that ruined the show today. It was technically uh, it is not a technical difficulty. I, I thought maybe somebody swatted me. I'm like what? What? <laughs> but no, we. Um, <laughs> We participated in Extra Life this weekend, which is a 24-hour <laughs> gaming marathon to raise money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Um, it's an awesome event. It takes place uh, nationwide. It's all over the place. Uh, here in Cleveland, Utah and I do that for Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Um, Utah, why don't you uh, briefly uh, tell them why that's important to you? Uh, so, yeah. So, our local Children's Miracle Network hospital is uh, University Hospitals Rainbow Babies and Children. Uh, and our young Tycho had open heart surgery when he was one years old, one years, one year old, sorry, um, over there. And as a parent, it's uh, kind of a uh, really, really, uh, I don't want to say traumatic, but it's definitely a very uh, emotionally charged thing when your baby has to have such an invasive uh, procedure. And 
we had an incredible experience there. Everyone there treated us like family. Um, and so I always feel like I have to give back somehow. And this is one of the ways that I do that is extra life. So, yeah. And I used to work there for many, many years. Um, got to know a lot of patients and families, got close with several of them. And, um, and then I haven't worked there in almost seven, oh, seven yeah. years now, I think. Yeah. This is my at seventh least, year yeah. um, at Highland. So um, seven years ago, I stopped working there, but um, every year, I go back for St. Baldrick's to shave my head for pediatric cancer research. And then um, so I'm doing that for 10 years. And then we've done this for 10 years. And um, last year, my daughter uh, was at Rainbow uh, getting chemo, found out she had Hodgkin's lymphoma. And, uh, you know, they took uh, excellent care of her. She's now NED, um, and, uh, which is no evidence of disease. We say Ned is in the building. That's how we refer to that. Uh, so when Ned is in the building, it's a good thing. Good and thing. Uh, she's doing great. Got married in May. And, um, you know, thanks to Rainbow, she was very, very well taken care of. And we're grateful for that. But, you know, it's not the the happy story for everybody. Obviously, Utah and I both had happy stories that led out of there. But they, they tend to make the stay um, feel like home for everybody. Rainbow treats the patients with such... Um, such care and, uh, and the families gonna, too. That's true, and that's the yeah. That's the point. I'm going to show this picture because it's fun. Here's uh here is oh, it's upside down. <laughs> hey, wow, well, that's where we're is, standing on our head. <laughs> here is Utah and I in 2012. That was the first year we did the event actually in the hospital. Yeah. Um, they don't do it that way anymore. But this is uh, Don, whoop, well, I can't point uh, when I'm behind it. Donnie and Javon here were a couple of patients that did the 24-hour marathon with us. Uh, Javon was very sick at the time, got admitted, passed away a couple months later, unfortunately, but he um, wanted to give back. He wanted to be a part of this because that's how he felt about Rainbow. So he was an inspiration to us to keep going too. Yep. So the good news is as a team, we raised uh, $3,079. Right? Yeah. We did. We beat it by 79 bucks, which is pretty nice. cool. Um, well, a large portion of that was Utah's. My goal was a thousand. Uh, Utah's was two thousand. Um, I ended. I got eight hundred and ten. So thankfully, the, your donors helped make up for my shortfall. We still met the goal. Um, <laughs> but hey, if you want to donate, there's still time. It's there's uh, still time. Just look for Grounded Geek at extra extra dash life dot Te Technically, it's till the end of the year. Yeah, there's so. there's plenty of time. But um, yeah. no, it all goes to the same place. I, obviously, it was it's not a competition. We we were trying to do this for the hospital, and uh, collectively, gamers in Cleveland raised uh, over ninety seven thousand dollars. For the hospital. Yep. So that's pretty amazing. I haven't seen the total from Nationwide for the whole Extra Life. Did you happen to catch uh, that? The they did something on their Instagram story earlier today. Yeah, I've been, I haven't been on anything. But I don't remember because, well, and You've they also. sleeping all day. <laughs> I, I, I've only been up for a few hours. So. <laughs> I mean, you, you finished at eight o'clock this morning. So we did it. We kind of overlapped our time. I started Friday night, went through Saturday night and played together for about 12 hours during the overlap. And then yep. you continued through the night. So, yep. Uh, here we go. I'd show you the camera, but you're, you're big on the screen. Oh, um, I see now I keep doing that, <laughs> but there's the uh, latest year to date. Look at that. Uh, that extra life wow. is raised for ten, over 10, almost. A, yeah. Yeah. Over, over $10, $10 million. million dollars. 
for uh, children's gamers have raised for, for children's hospitals. It's yep. pretty phenomenal. It's pretty excellent. It's fantastic. And uh, we're uh, proud of those guys and we're proud to be a part of that. So exciting. Um, Aliyah, you're gonna have to do it with us next year. We're gonna have to get you doing yeah, 24 we'll hours to... of some sort of game. You work so hard though. You got too many jobs and all these, uh, you know, things. So that's hey, probably... you know what. Here's the thing though, as mm. as as Karen pointed out the other day, you know what? There are games on this little thing that you yeah. hold in your hand. Or board games. That counts. Or board games. Role playing games. And then I joked, or oh, mind games. <laughs> you know, when I was younger and um, Guitar Hero came out, oh, my there sister and go. I. We used to try to stay up all night and like beat the entire thing. And I remember just being like, like barely even <laughs> playing, like, you were, just pa- almost passing out. You were sleep That's playing. Funny. Yes. And I would try so hard to stay up all night. I don't, I don't. Oh, no. Is that, is that something we can do? I still have Rock Band 4 for my Xbox One. I've got all the instruments, including the drums. We should do a World Gone Geek. Mm rock band marathon yes i've got over a thousand I'm, songs on that. i would Crazily. love that <laughs> that's yeah Crazily. that would be a lot of fun i have rock band too i don't have a thousand songs i have just the ones i like <laughs> no i don't I, we did buy a bunch of songs extra too it is a lot of fun me and the kids used to do that a lot yeah um, so did you guys um just play pc games or was it I was mostly on PlayStation just because PlayStation and Xbox, just because they're mm-hmm. the easiest to hook up to, you know, my setup uh, for streaming. So, yeah. and I was on Xbox the whole time. So, but, okay. uh, well, yeah. we just got a donation. Did we really? Uh, I just saw the you total. I don't know. I just saw the total go up to 3,100 even. Oh, Yay. somebody, somebody, you're right. Let's see. I can look at that literally. It just like popped up. I didn't that, re- and there's my uh, notification. It was Dang. extra life donation received. Uh, some guy named Shane Salk. What? Are you who, serious? Who's that? Who? Who is this? <laughs> You're who's joking. This, I who's can't this, see it. Who's this? S S. Yeah, I don't. I think that's S H A N E. Is that how you pronounce that, Shane? Yeah. I don't know. That's a spoiler alert for later in the episode. If it's true, <laughs> I, I have to. Oh my gosh, it is true. All right, we're gonna have to talk about that in a minute. Um, thank you, Shane. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, everybody Shane. will yeah. know why we think that's hilarious in just a second. All right, so <laughs> um, yeah, well, they uh, already know. It was we're on gonna the cover. get. That's true. I did say Shane Salk was gonna be on the show. It was and advertised on Twitter all week. Oh, wait, he's gonna be on the show. He's next. He's coming up in just a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, so I, we can thank him in person. Actually, he's listening to everything we're saying right now. Um, but yeah, Extra Life, it's such an amazing uh, opportunity. If you're interested, you should definitely uh, check out um, it yourself. It's, it's, a, it's a do-it-yourself fundraiser, um, which is, you know, just awesome. So you, all you have to do is um, sign, sign up. up on the website. Yeah, They give you a website that you can raise money on. You give out that link to people. They do all the processing. Like you don't have to collect money. You can collect money and send it in too. Um, but yeah, you can just hand out that, um, it, it, uh, integrates with Facebook fundraisers now. So they you just can actually Facebook? raise, yeah. uh, the, donate through Facebook. It's they'll give amazing. you a cool t-shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I am not wearing mine. Well, it's because um, I, it's because I slept in this. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, that's awesome. All right. And so real quick, before we uh, do get to our guests, we do have to one more thing about games that we wanted to mention. So we are having a contest. I'm going to bring this up on the screen. Oh yeah. Through the month of November called our road to 4k. So we're trying to hit a thousand members and followers on these four platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So we're trying to grow those, those areas where, um, we have a lot more in YouTube than any of those others. So we're just trying to kind of get it, you know, get it spread out there. So what do you do to enter this contest? Well, um, I'm going to bring up uh, this little QR code. So if you're actually watching, you can scan it on your phone. You can enter the contest just by following us on all those things. So it's one of those where if you you go to the website and you um, it'll it'll say like here, follow here, do you know, all these links, you follow those things, you get entries for those. Um and that's that's it. That's awesome. Oh, the uh, QR code worked. Yeah, it does. You can't enter. You're not eligible. <laughs> Too late. No, I'm just kidding. Aaliyah <laughs> and you are not eligible because you are oh, uh, part great. of the show. That wouldn't. Uh, I, what would I it be like? Clicked too. I just clicked. Too. <laughs> what would it be like on December? Well, first, first of all, if you're not following us on those channels already, you're not. You're fired. You're not on the show anymore. Um, well, I don't have Twitter. So. That's fine. That's fine. You have TikTok. Uh, you're probably better off as a result. Trust me. That's the, probably Twitter's one of the not a, Yeah, Twitter's an interesting. Place. Um, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, that's going on a whole month of November. We're having a show on December 5th where we will give it away. And it would look really awkward if I just basically handed it through the screen to one of you guys and you had it because, um, yeah, so we're not going to do that. You're not eligible, but just to prove here it is sealed in box. It's a stadia premiere edition. Uh, stop. Google Stadia is awesome. Like I was like, how can this possibly work? Cloud gaming is not going to work. People have bad internet connections, but no, even before I had Fiverr, 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 I do. Wait. I am on Fiverr if you want to <laughs> hire me to do anything. Um, but Fiverr, nothing technical. Now I'm going to get, get a Fiverr request for a job from Shane Salk. Now that's, what's going to happen because they threw that out there. I'm kidding. Um, Who is no. this Shane Salk? Why is he? <laughs> the, um, I have fiber now. So obviously the connection is even better, but even back when I had crappy spectrum, you know, regular internet, I was on the Whoa. beta. So they're, of, I have spectrum. They're not yeah. going to, I'm not going to start. You got to watch the, the Saturday Night Live skit that they did on spectrum this weekend. It okay. is, Absolutely. Is it spot on? Spot on because it's almost word for word the conversation I had with them when I canceled. <laughs> it's so no, funny. You can't cancel. That's the problem. That, you can't. You have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have, yeah what that right. thing is about. They don't, um, yeah. They send you to a, what is it called? A customer re. Yeah. Reacquisition. They, or they tried whatever. to keep me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I was like, nope, sorry. I just, I just did a um, speed test and it was 928 up and 946 down. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm switching. Um, anyway, but before that, Once you go fiber. great. I was on the beta. <laughs> I, I, they actually got invited, you know, I signed up and got invited to the beta and played uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey nice. through the uh, Odyssey or Origins. I think it was Odyssey through um, Stadia back when they were testing it. And I was like, how is this possible? It was really good. So you could win one and try it for yourself. And the great thing is if it doesn't work, you got it for free because you won. So you're not out any money just to test right. this new technology. And right? then you can put it on eBay. 
<laughs> exactly. I'll, we'll, we'll all sign it. Maybe it'll be worth more. There you go. Just kidding. I'd have to open it to sign. I'm not going to do that. All right. That all said, so enter the contest. Uh, December 5th, we'll give it away. DC, uh, the Brain Supreme, is actually going to be on the show that day, uh, December 5th. Um, he wasn't able to make it previously because of some uh, Windows mail, Windows 10 mail Some uh, technical issues. difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> It wouldn't be a World Gone Geek show if there weren't technical difficulties. And uh, yeah, there really were. I'm going to explain those when that when that happens. When that episode yeah. drops, yeah. What a crazy situation that was. Um, <laughs> there but it is. He, he's really awesome, and he's coming on the show <laughs> uh, December 5th. So that'll be awesome. But tonight we have a special guest, Shane Salk. He's an award-winning audio drama uh, producer and uh, voice actor. And I got to tell you... Um, uh, his work is incredible. It's really amazing to hear. We're going to hear a sample of it here in this trailer, and then we will bring him on the show and talk to him about this uh, awesome stuff that he does. Wow, there he is, Woo! Shane Salk. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Awesome. So much. Appreciate yeah. it. No. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Can you hear me? Yeah, can we can hear me. You. Okay, yeah. great. I was just, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to win this thing. I don't even know what it is, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all the things. Yeah. I'm getting all the entries. Hey, we appreciate that. That's awesome. And you know what? So for the month of November, I actually uh, told folks, well, it's only the contest is the month of November. I told folks yesterday that if they donated, through extra life, uh, oh, they, that get extra they would get entries. extra bonus entries for every five dollars. So you're going to get okay. four extra, extra entries, entries for extra life. Just for I doing that. I couldn't stand by. What is seventy nine? Yeah, How did right. It get to, that just uh, that just, is a weird it, number. It was it? It made me uncomfortable, <laughs> so I had to bump it. If my show was doing better, I would have gotten you up to your goal. But <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> no, thank oh my you gosh. so much. So that Thank was so uh, that was the, um, the trailer for your new show, which is kind of amazing. There's a lot of uh, the production value on this is just mind blowing. Like it's just thank you. It That's sounds fantastic. so realistic. Everything that is going on in the show is is it just sounds like you're immersed in it. Um, and uh, I mean, I heard I don't know if you guys heard Neil Flynn 
was in there. Um, he was yeah, the, the cast is incredible. The, the mm-hmm. dad from the middle, and he was the the janitor on Scrubs. He was a janitor in Scrubs. I yeah. love that guy. His voice is unmistakable. So when yeah. as soon as I heard him in the trailer, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to listen to the show. <laughs> I'm now 16 <laughs> episodes in. So oh, nice. and it's it's amazing. And and it is uh, just for those of you who are wondering, you know, about listening to this. It does not go the direction you think it's going to go. Like there's some twists literally in like the second and third episodes. Like just they immediately it's just like defies some of your expectations and goes and it's awesome. Uh, it's really my, fun. My favorite is if you go into look at some of the like podcast reviews um, on certain platforms, there's one that was like, I mean, I'll give this a shot. But after the first episode, that seems pretty. I mean, it sounds good, but the story is so cliche. <laughs> and, blah, and then literally the next thing he's like, oh, my. OK, well, <laughs> I might have been wrong. And he's like trying to like talk himself. It was pretty funny. A little That's bit. awesome. Well, I wouldn't yeah. have called it cliche at all. I mean, but I definitely I mean, I definitely like, you know, it's well, then. You story you start the first like 10 minutes yeah. i could be like well, well i guess maybe <laughs> anytime you read a story or do any kind of or watch a movie you know you have expectations you start to kind of think i yeah. know where this is going and this doesn't go there it does things you know that are unexpected it's pretty fun well that's what we try anyway that's what that's that's our goal we don't want you to to be able to sit back and go i know it's gonna happen we literally when we were having writers you know writers week meetings and stuff uh, we we wanted to we we had this idea because there are all these like these standards these tropes these things so we'd sit there and go well what's the trope and they're like well this is the trope and we're like great how can we screw with that <laughs> um, and uh, we had we have some amazing so I'll, I'll say all of the people that you mentioned all you know Neil Flynn Jane Lynch you heard in that trailer all of these people really donated their time. I mean, we pay, you know, we're very union centric, so we pay union minimums and everything, but none of these people got paid what they deserve. Mm. And I would say the same thing. We had some writer weekends and we brought in some, some friends and some writers and none of them, everybody's doing this because they love the medium. They believed in what we were doing, but we had these writers weekends and at one point, one of them was like, well, we can't do that because the people in this like this fantasy community would be really upset about that. And me and Bill Holmes, who's my producing partner, we kind of just look at each other and we're like, so we're doing that, right? <laughs> that's, that's what's going to happen now. And we're like, yeah, that's clearly what's going to happen. That's awesome. Um, well, I've, yeah, it's, I've, it's a lot of fun. I do. I definitely want to talk to you a little bit about working with some of the actors that you're working with because there's some amazing ones there's in there. Great, but, yeah, there's some great names. In but there. before they do great that, talent. I want to kind of kind of hear about like how you started getting in this, why you started. I will tell you that that at first I didn't. Um, so I I saw you I think on podcast guests or something. I contacted you because you had uh, listed yourself there, and I'm like, oh, audio drama, I love that. I listened to audio dramas. It was one of the first genres within or uh, within podcasting that I really got sucked into, and and uh, that kind of led to me deciding to podcast as well. Um, I've loved them since I was a kid, but uh, when I finally read through your entire bio and stuff, like after you had agreed to be on the show, I found out you were on We're Alive, which was and helped produce that, and that's one of the first audio dramas I listened to on podcast, and yeah. I binged that thing straight through. <laughs> I binged through the prison one, and it reminded me that it. it I haven't listen since then that now there's an old West one, I guess, uh, chapter in that story. I got to go back and check, but yeah, that's well, a great I mean, one. I was, yeah, I was one of the creators of, of we're alive back. You know, we launched that thing in 2009. 
Um, my my backstory in terms of audio dramas, I, I grew up listening to them. I'm pretty sure my parents just wanted to keep me off a of TV or something, and an uncle sent us <laughs> like cassette tapes of old audio dramas, Gunsmoke, uh, Suspense, and I can oh, name nice. a whole bunch more that you've not heard of, probably. Um, but I grew up listening to those those things, and when we started, you know, when we came up with the idea of doing uh, an audio drama for We're Alive, all of those hours and hours and hours of my listening to these things had a purpose. It was amazing. <laughs> um, and I've always, I always like even, you know, high school and, and, and that I was like, Oh, it'd be really cool to make one of these one day. And my whole thing from we're alive and on is to take this medium and utilize, you know, the newer technologies, the new sound effects, these things and do what they do with, um, you know, blockbuster movies. Mm. It's and it just take away the visuals. Um, and so it's not about, you know, leaning on this this novelty of an audio drama and going, oh, it's an audio drama. We can get away with things. It's like, well, what do people get away with that we don't want to let ourselves off the hook? So it is a very immersive experience. And I mean, we're alive. We started right out of college and with the writing and the the sound effects and the soundscapes, um, that was the goal. Um, and then when I moved on, I've done a number of other things. Uh, I did a version of A Christmas Carol mm-hmm. with Maurice LaMarche and Rob Paulson. Um, and Bill Holmes, we produced it together, who's my producing partner now. Um, Maurice LaMarche and Rob Paulson are pinky in the brain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are also hundred million other things that you've you've heard of, and yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And they had so much fun doing that that they're like, "Well, anything you guys need, come on back, give us a call." That's awesome. So, I had wanted to upgrade sort of the quality and and the way that we produced or the way I produced these things for a while. So I spent a long time trying to sort of raise money or gather these team members and so it's not letting yourself off the hook and it it elevates us to this other quality um and after many years of you know trying to lean on the weird live stuff and and trying to find you know the amount of times i sat down with somebody and they'd go okay so what do you want to do and i'd tell them and they're like no one's going to listen to that tell me why somebody <laughs> would listen to that and i go Jeez. well why am i talking to you if you've already decided i'm an idiot mm. um Thanks. So it was many years of, of trying to find these teams. And also while we were producing this, we've done things with Carcerum and this is a brag, but we've done things with Carcerum that I did not (coughs) think were possible in terms of, um, we talk about it like it's a film. We don't talk about it in terms of sounds. We talk it in terms of, well, what's the shot? What's the perspective? What's, you know, the camera's moving around in these directions. Um, how does that work? And we, it, it's it's pretty, each fight, we choreograph each fight with the sword. We got a lot of swords. It's sort of a mix between Game of Thrones meets Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for every sword fight, it's, very specifically choreographed of there's a sword here hey it's a tink tink sweep the legs fall on your back roll get up that is it's the specifics of what you have going on and does it all work that's that's not up you know that's up to the audience but we don't 
We don't say, well, that can't be done and don't try it. We always, always, always try it. And there are things that don't make it out the door because, you know, we're listening to them like, yeah, that doesn't work. Um, Amazing. But that's that's how I sort of got into it was I listened to this stuff and I and I know, you know, I know what I loved growing up and I know, you know, the old time radios, they would do things like I remember there was an old show called Nick Carter, Master Detective that I really loved. But there's one scene that always sticks out of my mind where he's breaking into somebody's office and he's outside on the on the fire escape or something. And he just goes, I'm just going to Jimmy this window. And, <laughs> and I'm like. If you're breaking into someone's office, you're not narrating. Shut up! <laughs> right? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Why are you talking? Uh, trying to tell but, to tell the audience what he's doing. I've I've watched yeah. movies that that are that obvious though too. It's like yeah, or it's some television shows, especially the ones where there are two experts. Uh, talking about something and th- they're talking to each other and they're explaining it. And I'm like, the dude has the same degree as you. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Why are you telling him yeah. that, you know, how this new, this works? And uh, it just cracks right, me up. It's, it's, telling, it's obviously for our it's, benefit, obviously but telling it's, the it audience. comes across so yeah. weird. But I will say, I, I totally agree. And, and one of the, the things about writing for radio, in my opinion, is that write it like it's a movie. Write it mm-hmm. as if everybody can see what's happening. And then if you get to the script and you're going through and you're like, this doesn't, this isn't clear, won't be clear. It very, It is very important that everybody knows it's a red door and not whatever color they see in their mind. It has to be red. Find a way that it's not awkward to talk about. Mm. It doesn't have to be, hey, look, it's that red door. You know, it's, <laughs> it's Morgan there Freeman. There can be a conversation. Person. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there can be a conversation. And if you want to have a narrator, go for it. I mean, we're live. We use the, the, the sort of the gimmick of the journals because it was a very good way to, you know, make that happen without a narrator. Cause I really didn't want a narrator. Mm. Um, but we have one, but it doesn't feel the same way of like a non, uh, you know, omnipotent thing. Um, it's, it's just such a, it's such a, wild west time right now we're we're in the beginning of you know with all this audio stuff we are where film was in the like 20s and 30s and 40s Mm. where it's like like well what is a film they started out you know filming a play and going is this a film and they go well maybe we can do different shots they're like is this a film and they just keep evolving Mm. and we're doing that now with audio and that's what makes it so very exciting and uh it's it's not a question of, will that work? It's, well, I wonder if we can try it because we don't have any idea if it's going to work. Um, and that's why, you know, I, I we're very about quality of work and it's very exciting to work with uh, Bill and for him and I to both go, we don't know if this is going to work, but we're definitely going to try it because if it does, it would be so cool. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Aaliyah, you were talking earlier about how uh, you were enjoying it and wishing that it would be a TV show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I'm I will say that I'm big on visuals. I'm definitely a visual person. Um, And so at first I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get into this. You know, like I got to be able to see the action. Yeah. Um, But as I was listening, I really started to become more engulfed in 
in these characters' lives. I love character development. So it's like mm. something that I just, I, I'm like, yes, yes, give me more, give me more. And uh, so as I was li- listening, I was just like, oh, this is, this is really good, you know? And I was a skeptic. I'm going to be very honest. I was so skeptical. <laughs> you was, are the majority of people. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but it brought me back, now that you're talking, it really brought me back to when I was a kid. And I was, you know, that kid that liked to listen to a cassette while reading a book. You know, I would do the, yeah. I would do both. And um, just because I really like to be able to hear it, hear the way that somebody is, is speaking versus just in our own brains. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do uh, think my that- brain is a horrible place. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> uh, but I definitely think that as a TV show, it would be phenomenal. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie. <laughs> you know, and I, I don't disagree with you. I think you know, if anybody's out there listening, it's we have half of a cartoon. You know, the sounds and the, the mm, voice yeah, actors yeah, have, true. Stuff. Yeah. we have half of a cartoon. And one of the things that I feel very strongly is about is sometimes people do an audio drama or audio thing and go, well, this is a proof of concept for the TV show or the movie or anything like that. I think that it should stand on its own to mm-hmm. start with. I want to make something that stands on its own. It's its own entity. And then it can move into something else. Um, one of the things that I love is when people come up to us because they've, they've does it's happened. Uh, Bill's son once said, he's like, it's like, I'm reading a book, but I'm not reading. And we're like, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. It, it, it excites those parts of your mind. Yes. And the great thing about ha- not having visuals is you see something that you want to see. I have people coming up to me all the time where they're like, oh, you know, when when they were running up that hill or or when they were, you know, when they're in that tavern, which was like beautiful and ornate and all this stuff. And I'm like, I didn't design a hill or innate <laughs> anything. You <laughs> saw that when you were hearing it. It was, you just, de- you're a better visual designer than I am. I'll guarantee you because you see it all in your head. And we just give you sort of specific you know, actions and and sounds and stuff, but you really are the designer in your head. Um, and that's really very exciting for, for us. Um, but I would love to see this, you know, I want to see fan art. I want to know what different creatures look like to the fans, um, a, a cartoon. And the other thing that's I've, I've really gotten into in the last 10 years or so is realizing that the visually impaired community and the sighted community are experiencing mm-hmm. something the same way. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's, it's, it's an amazing thing of, you know, let's say we do add visuals. We, we do make this into an animated series. You can experience it without seeing it the same way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can you can have a shared experience with a lot of different people whether you're listening to it whether you're watching it or any of that nature and it's it's just so exciting and and uh you know it, like i said it a- activates different parts of the mind um but i am not against turning it into a tv show all right. Yeah. It's on the yeah. record. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said, you said, if anyone is out there listening, they're not, they're not, not, not to this show. I'm sorry, Shane. Not just, yet. You know, not yet. I'm kidding. They could, they I'm could, kidding. my mother might be, you don't know. <laughs> Go, so all right, guys, you hear that? We got to watch our language. That's right. Well, that's, that's another, I'm just going to real quickly. So we, we're, we are a family friendly show. We typically don't, you know, have a, any, a lot of language or whatever. And then I just realized in the trailer that the, 
that the they, they, they did say they shit in there. He yeah. did say yeah. shit. He did say that's, uh, that's not the end of the world. But I was just like, oh well, everybody. there you go. I, I guess now we have uh, <laughs> now we have uh, you. You managed to slip in the first. Well, that's not true. On our game show, we got to watch out for Matt yeah. and some of the other guys that come on our show. But um, uh, everybody least, poop. Everybody yeah, poops. Uh, that's right. I mean, no, it's totally fine. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that was in the trailer. <laughs> Too fun. It was great. The language in the whole show, the language does not get worse than that. No, it's not no. bad at all. No. <laughs> or at least not in the 16 episodes that I've listened to. There's um, one episode that we call the curse episode, and it's just a <laughs> lot of swearing. And, you know, was, no. it, was that the goal There's, for that episode? How many times yeah, can exactly. we? Exactly. <laughs> How many times? No, it was the it's. That's in there because it's that is the worst that ever is ever said. Ah, yeah, so you get yeah. it from the get go. That makes sense. It's like that. It's like that one scene in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles that got it an R rating. Have you seen that movie? Uh, ah, yes. I love that. Movie. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, the, the scene at the rental at car, the rental car when counter. He, he drops about seventy eight f bombs in like yeah. a, a, in a minute and a half, yep. and it was. But it was so perfect. Like they couldn't yeah. possibly cut that out. It was just, it was the perfect, like that makes the culmination scene. of everything that's happened to him. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's the, you know, it might be offensive to some people, but it was the, the There's best, the it. best part of that movie. Yeah. And it was definitely called for in that situation. I think yeah. we all fell for him at that point, but yeah, that's uh they, they like squeezed it all into there and <laughs> you would think that he would get away with it for that 30 seconds, yeah. but they're like, Nope, too many. No, no, they have a, they uh, the MPAA has got a counter. <laughs> yeah. They do it. They do that in another, uh, it was like the sequel to get shorty, whatever that was called. Oh, uh, I can't remember, but, uh, I think they the opening scene. They're literally talking about how to get a PG thirteen rating. That's funny. Yeah. You can say like, <laughs> you can say swears like once or twice, right. and they, they they do it right at the beginning, <laughs> and then they have the PG thirteen for the rest of the movie. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. hilarious! That's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. So, I am curious to know, like, how did you, um, what inspired you to start? creating these audio dramas was it just like college was it because of that childhood what what really or did you even see yourself doing this at all did you have like a completely different career it was the cassette tapes yeah um i've been an idiot for most of my life so that had a lot to do with it uh no um the you know the childhood thing definitely was a huge part of it um i graduated college in 2008 and anybody that remembers that that time there were very few jobs. I went to theater. I, I, I mean, I'm an actor at heart. I've, I've been to, I, I, I have a, a theater degree. I've performed in New York, LA, across the country. I, I've performed internationally with Disney. Um, so I'm, I'm a performer at heart. But one of the things about being a performer is that a lot of, especially when I first graduated, I would get very discouraged because a lot of it is waiting for someone else to give you a job. And that's just not kind of, not really the kind of person I am. I'm, I want to work and, and do what I want to do. Um, so coming out of school, you couldn't just start making movies and, and they cost a lot. And we came up with the idea of doing the radio series because it, you need, we had access to a soundstage, sound studio um, at our college. So we, we, that's kind of the, the start of the conversation. And it was always something that I wanted to do, but it never was something that I was like, oh, this is the career that I'm going to go into. Because frankly, uh, you know, who 
does that anymore. Um, and then podcasts started coming around and it was started to be a thing. And uh, the more pe- the more we got into the development of what things sounded like and how you do this kind of storytelling, um, the more and more exciting it got. Um, it's not the only thing I do, um, but it is something that I feel very strongly that I think this is where entertainment industry is going and I've been doing it for 10 years and I really, really enjoy it. Mm. Um, that, I mean, that kind of is how I, I started doing it is because I loved this idea of going, well, I know, I know this old time style, but what is the new time style? Mm. Um, and it's, it was at the time it was way cheaper. Mm. Um, and nobody was doing it. Um, and so, you know, 10 years, I was trying to convince people that like, this is a a viable art form. And, you know, it's only in the last couple of years that I think that their major companies are going, I see the artistic merit in what's happening. And it's, it is very difficult, especially with the new, you know, this new streaming, the, you know, Netflix, Hulu, all these things, because it's not about one show making money you know mm-hmm. netflix isn't like well this one show makes money then we're fine because you it's a subscription-based thing mm-hmm. um and so there are podcasting networks and platforms that are going well we make really good stuff but we need to make a whole bunch of it um and that's why i kind of say we're the hbo of audio because we put a lot into one uh you know one story one effort this is where this is the the way it's going um it's it's a it's a growing world, but it's still very uncertain of how it's supposed to work. Um, and I've had numerous people try to tell me, "You're like, well, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do this." And I'm, I just kind of look at them and go, "You have no idea. You mm-hmm. saying you have to do this just shows me you don't really know because nobody does." Mm. Um, and I mean, I had so many people say this, you know, the show was not going to be good. There's no way it could be good. And I'm like, yeah, I don't believe you. You just don't understand what we're trying to do. And you don't have the, there's no reason they should, but they don't have the imagination. They don't have the technical, like, you know, knowledge of of how to make the sound, sound effects work. I had, uh, we would have arguments and arguments and arguments all over the place of what makes it better, what makes it worse. Um, for for Carcerum. And it was always, the joy of it was always that whenever we would fight and argue and scream and yell, it was always because somebody believed that it would make the show better. Mm. No ego involved whatsoever. It was always, I know I'm not fighting for, you know, because you really want to put your name on something. It's Mm. always for the show. Mm. And, but at the very beginning of first episode, somebody picks up a rock and throws it. Yes. I hope that's not a spoiler to anybody. There are, <laughs> yeah. there are rocks in the, the land of a room. <laughs> and people throw things. <laughs> and people throw things. But in the original script, uh, nobody mentions anything. They don't mention a rock. And um, there were, you know, we, we would talk, we, we fought about whether we should add something into the script saying, well, you know, I, I'm going to throw this rock at you or something like that. I was like, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody talks like that. So we fought about it for a while. And then we, it is in there. There is a line in there, which I was like, okay, that feels not unreasonable, blah, blah, blah. I don't think we need it, but both. So I do the sound design. We mix it. We come back to that. And then 
Bill says, yeah, I don't, I don't think we need that line about the rock anymore. I'm like, well, no, we're leaving it now. <laughs> so you always know. <laughs> that so everybody, always knows. <laughs> everybody always knows you can make these things happen without the words. It's, and it doesn't always work. And, but it's, it's so, it's so exciting. I had to, to sound design someone hugging was one of the most exciting things wow. to me because oh. I was like, how do you, yeah, how do you do how that? How do I do that? Yeah. How do you and, do that? Uh, you record people it, hugging? You make sure they I wear mean, crinkly clothes? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. It's it's not about what the sound actually is. It's always about what you can, what it sounds like. Yeah. So That's true. Yeah. Taking, taking a knife out of a sheath doesn't actually sound like taking a knife out of a sheath. Right. Because <laughs> it yeah. doesn't sound like anything. So the hug... And and the actors did an amazing job of because we had to record everybody separately. COVID was happening, mm. and oh and, wow, and all yeah. of this. So it was very very challenging. And they're amazing. Dana Powers, who plays Aura, is one of the best actresses I know. She is incredible, and she, but with her, and and the other people she was hugging, uh, Rupus, uh, Ruben Garfius, uh, they both just make again separately, but they're just. <laughs> you know and then you take those sound effects layer them add some cloth sound effects add a sounds for when they're running into each other and <laughs> the audience fills in all the blanks themselves yeah um i have a breakdown almost every time i start designing stuff because it's a blank <laughs> slate and i'm like well how the hell am i supposed to do this <laughs> um but it's it's almost like anything else where you just kind of build it you know you layer think it of, layer it and and don't you know allow trust your audience that's what i always tell people when they're wanting to design go look trust your audience that they're not stupid that they can follow along and if you trust your sound design they'll feel and if let's say somebody else is like oh that's that was funny when like she hit him and i'm like i don't care if if you saw her hitting him and it still tells the same you know the story and the relationships are all there that works it doesn't yeah. have to be what I design. It just has to be something that you see and you accept and go forward. Well, and I, love, I have a, I have a question sorry. about that. How much yeah. of the sound uh, is, do you have just like tons of sound effects that you've recorded? Do you do some of it like live in a sound studio? Like how, Shane's how much of it a is Foley man. a little bit of both? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, I've saw some, some videos. Yeah. Uh, I saw some behind the scenes videos of we're alive and there's, Mm -hmm. there's some of that stuff was actually, you know, people, you know, recording sound live, yeah, live, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Recording it. (laughs) And then that, so how much is that? And how much is, you know, I mean, even with you have a lot of sound effects. So car serum is, is we have a lot of sound effects that are, that are from libraries and, and all these other things. But there are some times when I'm like, I just need, I can't find this one. I need it to be a little bit different. I need it to be, you know, and so we'll go in and we'll, uh, we did a Christmas Carol, like I said before, and mm-hmm. we have sound effects of chains, but it was so much easier and more natural to go in with chains and, and basically listen to Jacob Marley doing his lines played by Rob Paulson well, and then that. we sh- we shake the chains as he's doing his thing so it just makes it all uh, together very yeah. natural um the 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 one of the the things that i spent so much time on with carcerum 
were the footsteps. And with We're Alive, I spent a lot of time with the footsteps as well. It was one of the biggest things for me. But with Carcerum, I, I was fortunate to get a little controller so I could play on this little piano thing, um, the footsteps. And uh, I could change the shoes, what they're walking on, all these things. But every single character that you hear that's walking or moving has their own track of footsteps. Mm. You can't always hear everything. Uh, and the way we mix it, you know, if you're going to sit there and be like, well, that's that person, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's not what you're, you're how you experience it. But those little tiny details that we put in allow your subconscious to see more. Um, and that's, you know, that's another really hard thing is to realize, you know, I'll spend hours and hours and hours mixing or, uh, you know, designing, putting in all these tiny little sound effects. And the reason, so we have a, a somebody who mixed and mastered, Tim McCowan, who is amazing. Um, but I'm not good at it because I know what all the sound effects are there. Mm -hmm. But I need somebody else who's like, well, I need to know. They, they mix it naturally so that things are lower. Um, and, and, it, and it makes it much more of a, of a, a, a real experience because I'll sit there and be like, well, the, the footsteps need to be louder because I spent hours doing them, <laughs> but it just, it, it's not, you know, it's not important. Um, so it's, it's a mixture of both. It really is. Um, I mean, if you go, so if you go to carcerumtheseries.com, you can see a bunch of behind the scenes videos and interviews and stuff. And if you go to Dana Powers interview, you'll see her sword fighting. We actually had her go out with a friend and who was a, a sword fight teacher and taught her a bunch of lessons because when she's in that in the booth we need to know what what these actions are what it mm. feels like to hold that sword how you move because those actors with the sounds they make and the efforts that they're creating are also painting this whole world right and and accompanied with the sound effects it gives you this you know cinematic idea Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, that makes sense too. Cause it's easier for the actors to, when they're putting in the effort to swing that sword or do things, yeah. you know, they're doing that naturally if it's, as opposed to trying to act like they're putting in the effort. Yeah. And, and we don't have visuals to, to fall back on. Um, you know, we have a five, 10 pound weight that we would hand people and go, this is how heavy your sword is. Because even <laughs> when you're doing, you know, we have some of the best animation and video game actors in this. Um, but even with animation, you have somewhat of the visual to to fall back on. Right. So, uh, if if the you know if the the voice doesn't have the weight, you're still watching the character have that weight, and so your brain fills yeah. in those gaps. Like, yeah, and it's like yeah, this is yeah. great. Um, and, uh, and and you know it, it's it's just it's a very and it's a very collaborative thing because with us people come in all the time with an idea and we'd say, well, let's see what you have. And sometimes people came in with something totally different than we had in our minds. And instead of going, yeah, that's not what we have in our minds. It doesn't matter. We wrote it. We own the, the intellectual property. We go, great. Let's change this scene to be much more interesting with what you've already come up with. Mm -hmm. um, we had somebody come in, uh, Cameron Crowe. The, I was the about to say, I watched that clip. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, he, amazingly just found his way into our lives and really enjoyed what we were doing. And he's a friend of ours now. And, and he, um, but he came in and we had this part written and originally it was written for like a very large, tough 
like brooding guy. And he came in and started doing that. And we're like, well, he doesn't fit that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not it. So we changed and this happened. There's, there's a dozen stories of this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where he comes in and and we're like, well, let's change this scene, the story that, you know, it's the same arc and everything, but the, the scene changes to be this other thing because that's what the actor has brought into us. And, and Bill and I very much pride ourselves in that malleability of, of working with people. And, and it's why, why I think people like working with us and why we like working with people instead of us going, yeah, this is what you got to do. It's, well, let's figure out what all of this is and, and play with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, when, when we were writing, I made it very clear to everybody involved that I didn't really want to, we didn't write characters with genders in mind, you know, actors and, and, and on all these things for the most part. So any character could have been any gender, any character could have been written, uh, you know, different ages maybe, but for the most part, and in the world of Aru, those things aren't, there's those prejudices, 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 (laughs) don't, they, they don't exist. You know, there are people that hate people and, and those kinds of things, you know, magic is a big thing, but um, you, you, I had everybody sort of watching out for like, we don't say, well, you can't do that. You're a girl, that kind of thing. That's not a thing. It's you're tiny. You can't lift that boulder. Sure. Just sheer physics. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Right. But um, it's, it was very important to us. And again, that's why we wrote things, you know, there's, there's same sex couples and, and things like that. And it's not that we wrote them necessarily. It was just how we cast everything. Mm. Um, and I find, you know, I, I find very, uh, I have pride in, in that team effort of going, well, it doesn't matter. Let's see wh- who fits where. And if the character changes with what, whoever comes in, great. That's amazing. That's, that's really cool to hear that your characters aren't based necessarily in gender or, you know, race or whatever yeah. else, because I always feel like the audience can tell when you've written a woman character, a female character, and they're doing things because they're a female character. Or yeah. they're being treated as that because such. So it's really refreshing to hear uh, that from the very get-go, you didn't have that in mind. These were all characters of the story. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are, I will, uh, you know, in all honesty, uh, I knew, you know, we, we had our writer's weekends and after a while, I was like, I'm going to play that character. So I knew <laughs> certain things like that. But we also, the writers didn't know. We didn't yeah. tell the writers who was, oh. who, was, who was at. So that's that's kind of a um, a, a thing. But it, it, again, it, I tried to have, you know, we had two other main writers. Uh, it was myself sort of overseeing Jojo Hendrickson, who really helped with uh, story and structure. And then uh, Aaron Castellan and, and Laura Davey, who wrote, uh, you know, at least first drafts of all these scripts. And I really wanted everyone to be aware of these things because I there there's going to be times when I don't notice it or I don't think it's a big deal, but somebody else is like, well, we're doing that thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important to I'll have the self-awareness of I there are things that I won't know. Come to me, tell me about it. We'll talk about it. I might agree or disagree and it might change or not change, but I really want to know um, <clears throat> 
if if we're doing that. And you know, there are definitely there are things that I listen back now that I wish that um nothing big but but you know there there are times when you're gonna miss something here and there mm. like you're paying attention to 12 other things and somebody throws in you know man and you're like ah damn uh but um <laughs> but but we're we're working on it and yeah. and i think that's you know that progress is important and it again opens everything up to the actors to really bring to life and let's be honest as the creators and producers, we get to take credit for it all anyway. So who cares? Oh, whose idea it is. Right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. That makes me yeah. totally forgot about that. Yes. Uh, coming back to the actors and looking at this cast list, you've got an incredible cast. Uh, like you said, there's some big names. You know, we mentioned Neil and Maurice and and Robin. Mm-hmm. I saw Jane Lynch is in there, uh, and there are some really great, just like voice actors from anime yeah. and and video games. What was it like working with these people? I mean, I, 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 it sounds like it was very collaborative based on what you've been telling yeah. us. Well, so Bill Holmes, um, who I've mentioned a number of times because uh, I have to, because <laughs> if he's <laughs> listening, he's going to be very angry with me. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Jojo Hendrickson is going to be listening. So Jojo, tell Bill that I mentioned his name. <laughs> um, putting that on social media. There you go. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Bill has been in the voiceover industry for a very long time. He's from Chicago. He's very funny. He worked with Second City, and and he actually came up in voiceover with a lot of these people. Mm. So he was, you know, he knew, and he used to direct uh, at, you know, he's he directs now. He directs video games and a bunch of other stuff, and he's fantastic. But he used to direct years ago at at this audition thing, and so he's met a lot of these people before they were coming up. Mm. Um, so. Sometimes he can just call somebody and go, hey, we're doing this thing. Do you have any interest in it? And because of my history and because we did a Christmas Carol like in 2011 or something, and people sort of found out about that in in the community, they were like, oh, yeah, I'll come in. That sounds great. That sounds like a lot of fun. They're doing it because they think it's going to be a lot of fun. And it almost always is. (laughs) Um, People come back because they had so much fun. Right. Um, And it was... It was the first time I met Neil. Neil uh, Flynn and Bill used to do sketch comedy together back back. They went to high school together. Like they knew each other since high school. Oh, wow. Um, First time I met Neil, he was in A Christmas Carol and I was a little bit starstruck because I had watched Scrubs a lot. (laughs) Right. Um, And now at this point, I'm like, Neil, just go away. I don't know. No, that's not true. He's one of the nicest guys. Um, But every time... Every time we had some one of these iconic people come in, I mean, we have like four different Ninja Turtles in this thing. Yeah, I, did, um, I mean, yeah. and they were so excited to be here. They wow. were so um, humbled to to be part of this at the same time that it sort of you watch these these folk. Uh, Gray Delisle is is one of the nicest people she's you know. Legendary, her. she's yeah. legendary, and she's yeah. so nice. I know her. Fortunately, I can, I know her outside of of this project too. But they come in, and you just see why they're so good at their at why they've been doing it for so long mm-hmm. because they make these choices just out of nowhere, and they don't have. Don't get me wrong. They are some of them are very you know self conscious about this stuff. About are am I good? And you're just sitting here going, how do you not know how brilliant <laughs> you are? Wow, yeah, this is insane. Um, but it's it's not after they start working. It's not so much the starstruck 
like, oh my gosh, look who's who I'm working with. It's, oh my gosh, you're good at what you do. Wow. It's it's like watching Baryshnikov ballet. Oh, ballet, yeah. I am mm-hmm. so proud of myself that I pulled out that name and, <laughs> and what he did. Ballet and what he did. <laughs> um, but it's it it was you know as an actor it was awe inspiring and you you pull out these you know little gems of people and and to realize that it comes down to this confidence um, whether you actually feel confidence or not it's just like okay here's a choice here's let's just try this out I'm gonna go full out with this thing and see what happens in it and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that play. Uh, Richard Horowitz, who you know is Invader Zim mm-hmm. or Daggett from Angry Beavers. Um, <laughs> right? Uh, that's his whole thing. He's like, I'm, I play. It's just a bunch of play. I'm on the playground again. I don't go out, you know, I don't come into from the recess and go, you know, my Luke Skywalker was not great today. Does anybody have notes on if I could have swung my lightsaber that I made up in my brain? So that's what they're doing. They're just having fun and playing. Yeah. And it's it's not, again, it comes down to, I think, I think almost all art that ha- is turbulent and um, or gets destroyed or partnerships or anything like that, it comes down to, it's an ego-based thing. It's, <laughs> you know, I need my idea out there instead of, you know, the thing, um, and the self-awareness of knowing, okay, where's the ego? And don't get me wrong. Having a healthy ego is very important because you've got to know your worth and you got to know, you know, when you're being taken advantage of and all these things. But when you take that away to do the play, to do the work, it is so much fun for everyone to just, you know, I, there were, there were sessions that, you know, my stomach hurt from laughing so hard just because everybody was just so happy to be there and be working. And it was, it was amazing. Well, I think that shows in the, in in the work too. I mean, if, if, if the people aren't enjoying what they're, what they're doing and, and there's not that love and passion for the project, I think that authenticity and sincerity just doesn't come through and you can, as an audience, I think you can tell. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I would definitely agree with you. And, um, and it, from I've only listened to the first uh, episode, but I'm super impressed and super invested now. Just after the, the first two parts, um, the sound design is impeccable. Uh, the acting is incredible. Um, this is definitely something that I feel like for all of you, for for you, for all of you that are listening, the one person listening, you need to listen to this with your head. <laughs> there are four people viewing right now. For so. all, hey, all, all, there will be more listening in the podcast. That's all, typically how it works. All four but. or five people, all, all four or five of you, you got to listen to it with the headphones on because the, the immersion you get with the headphones is is really great. The sound design is, is yeah. incredible. I'm, I'm really you. just fantastic one so day i want to i want to have it so you have like the 3d vr experience without oh, visual yeah, you can, the whole you can turn your head thing. and look at different people yeah. i want to do that that's you know yeah, we don't have the budget for that's things. the next step right <laughs> that's that's a that's a, a goal after of mine, you sell yeah. those tv rights maybe you can there uh, you go <laughs> i, I, I want to ask the, um you know we're kind of coming up on time so i want to make sure uh we respect your your time but i, I do want to ask is there one uh, is there one actor or voice actor out there that would, that you're dying to work with because they might be listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, that that's kind of like, I mean, you've obviously like, we were just talking about some legends and I mean, and like yeah. I said, Grey Delisle is a, le- I mean, her 
voice acting IMDb credits are like it, it spans longer than yeah. and it's my so, whole family and I have six children. So it's it's really it's upsetting crazy. how friendly and nice and honored <laughs> these people are too because you're just like, well, give me something. Yeah, give me some reason to dislike you. Right, come That's on. Funny. Who are, who are you dying to work with? Who's somebody out there that is just like, wow, if I could get them in a studio, that would be awesome. Well, we do have another series that we've been we've been working on, Ooh. and we're starting to write uh, episode or season two of Carcerum in a few weeks. So hopefully mm. we can get some of them. But I mean, as an actor, I've always wanted to work with or just have dinner with um, uh, Dick Van Dyke mm. and uh, and Steve Martin or two of the the ones oh, that come to mind. Would be amazing. Yeah. Um, as a voice actor, I've. I've always wanted to again. It just, I work with him or not or whatever. Uh, you know, Mark Hamill would be really great yes. to, to yeah. meet. And we have certain circles that we, uh, uh, you know, go around in. And Bob Bergen, who's a good friend of mine, who plays Porky Pig, which I think is really funny because yes. he's also he's also Luke Skywalker <laughs> for a lot of the other stuff. Right. So I'm like, yeah. I've kind of met him. It's fine. <laughs> um, Maurice has but, a good Mark Hamill too. I've heard. Yes, Maurice does do a <laughs> name something Maurice doesn't do yeah, well. That's fair. Right? That's I mean, fair. Come he's, on. Yeah, he's the great Mo. So he's he's the, amazing. He is uh and again, they're just such such friendly, warm people. Yeah. It's I, I could not be more honored to be able to, you know, say I've worked with these people, except to say I've hung out with some of these people and outside of any of the fancy stuff that they've done, uh, they're great people to go hang out with that's awesome you know you, yeah. you can't be it can't get better than that just be like oh well you know if you meet somebody once and you're like oh i met you know this guy you know whoever this some celebrity meryl streep and you're like that was really cool and then you realize well you could just hang out with a fairly cool person and you're like well that's way better that's way better <laughs> right. right yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> well you've won all kinds of awards for this too right i mean like it's been up for uh um this one's been nominated for some awards but you've won other awards for for audio drama as well right mm -hmm. uh yeah carcerum uh has won a number of awards at this point um we were the first ever podcast to win best podcast at the holly shorts festival recently mm. um we won the new the las vegas international film festival for best podcast and and some communicator awards and some other stuff like that so wow, congratulations you know, thank you, well, I, thank you so I love much. that i wanted you to that's why i brought it up because i wanted to I, I love the fact that film festivals are now recognizing are recognizing yeah. audio drama as like another as that it's, as a similar form of them entertainment but it's like the theater yeah. of the mind well yeah. and i will say that some of the film festivals uh maybe you're just just be like well we gotta we have all these because i've there are some film festivals are like we'll just take podcasts and you're like mm. great that's a very wide range of things right sure. but it does show that there are people that are starting to pay attention to these things and going there is a real art form here and the more mm -hmm. even if they got into it just because well let's grab some stuff they are paying attention and that's it's a fun e evolution um yeah so do you have any like advice for someone that would want anyone out there listening, the four or five people that are wanting to start <laughs> this, start like an audio drama? Uh, I would say rob a bank first. Um, <laughs> it will be very easy. Rob no. a bank. bank first. <laughs> um, what I would say is that realize that nobody 
really knows. There are so many different styles of radio drama, uh, audio drama, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, you can do, uh, you just have a book on tape. You can have, you know, a bunch of friends just doing a reading. You can add minor sound effects. You can have major sound effects. Find out, like, think about what you want to do and then try it because there's, there's no, there's no map. There's no guide and you can change it halfway through. Um, don't let people tell you it's stupid. Don't let people tell you it's bad. If you're worried about that to begin with, you're already going to be in trouble. Um, make at this point, make something that you want to make because no, unless somebody goes, Hey, here's a bunch of money to make what I want to make. Great. Take it and make whatever the hell they want. <laughs> but make it, don't make it because you think it has to be made that way. Pick a style, pick a genre, pick a, you know, an auditory theme that you enjoy and that you like and that you want to see if you can do it. Because any if you start going, well, you know, Carcerum did this, so I have to do this whole thing over here. Or, well, you know, these other you know, welcome to Nightvale did this thing. So I, I have to do it that way. If you start doing that, you're not making your art and you mm. won't enjoy it. And mm. the only way to, to get through all of this, because it's not easy, especially when you're trying to do it all yourself. Um, the only way is to constantly remind yourself of that you're enjoying it. And I know so many projects, either short films or features or, you know, audio where people stop halfway through because they just like, yeah, I kind of just stopped enjoying it. And that's a great reason to stop. Don't get me wrong. If you're not enjoying it, stop. Right. But start with enjoying it. And uh, I, think you're, I think you're going to do a lot better. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Good advice. advice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. guys, did you hear all that? You hear all that, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm inspired because uh, you know we're we're actually doing a um, uh, a little audio. We we did a teaser for it already um, months and months ago because it was supposed to. We were supposed to start it already, and it just hasn't happened. Life. Um, but yeah, life. <laughs> well, it was we when I had the idea. That's when R Rachel uh, started, yep. you know, going through chemo and things like that. There was a lot going on, uh, but it's I'm still very excited about it. But we're turning, we're doing a little hybrid uh, audio drama with our film nostalgia discussions nice. thing. And yeah, we we did a little teaser, and you know, I mean, if you want to find out like the um, the kindergarten. Uh, you know, picture on the refrigerator equivalent of sound design. <laughs> you can listen to what I put together <laughs> with that. Um, but, and then I listened to Car Serum and I'm like, what am I doing? This is not, how do I get that sound? But um, no, it's just for fun. You know, and I, you know, I'm hoping they'll learn more as I go. And, you know, that's this is my goal. First, first dabbling in it. Um, you know, I do video production for a living. So audio is part of that, but audio has never been, been my forte. So this is, it's a whole new experience, but it's a lot of fun. And it's inspired by, by, uh, well, we're alive, uh, or, um, and you know, other, well, you mentioned Night Vale. Welcome to Night Vale was another one that I got into initially. There's one called, um, one I really love, uh, and I don't know if, um, The Truth. Have you, mm -hmm. have you ever listened to that? Mm -hmm. It's amazing. They're like one shot episodes. And, and it's, it's amazing because oh all, the, all the things that you've just mentioned, the thing that I find incredible is that every single show that you've mentioned are different styles. 
mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider necessarily all of them audio drama or, uh, you know, uh, depending on how many characters there are or, but they're all fiction. And that's mm-hmm, the yeah. amazing thing about it is right. that there are, you can talk about things like you talk about movies because we have more language to talk about movies where, you know, a mockumentary uh, or, you know, found mm-hmm. footage, all of these things, or a drama or a comedy or a blockbuster. So if you talk about a movie, you're like, well, what's that like? Oh, it's this like big epic blockbuster thing versus, oh, it's this independent sort of thing. And, and it's amazing to watch all of these different audio styles and, and to come out of the woodwork and to have people start to realize that it's not one thing. Because I had people years ago saying, you're like, oh, so it's like Wars of the World. Orson Welles' Wars of the World. I'm like, it's not. Yeah, Uh, That is an amazing thing, but our style is not that. If somebody said, oh, you're like Welcome to Night Vale, I'm like, we're not. (laughs) We're very different than that. Um, And so, but it's, again, it sometimes can be very frustrating as in somebody who's like worked in this and trying to explain to people what you do uh, as most of us have parents who probably don't understand what we do. Um, right. But it's also very exciting to have, to start to watch people actually listen to you when you talk, because they're like, well, I've heard about all of these things. This is so much more prevalent in society. Now I really should listen and find out what is going on. And it's always, it's so much fun to engage with people more and more about, you know, what's happening. Right. Well, um, Tell, uh, let's take this moment now. Tell everybody where they can find uh, Car Serum and how they can find out more information, where they can follow you, all the ways that people can uh, enjoy the stuff that you're working on. And in particular, I want to personally ask where I can find The Christmas Carol because I'm going to add it to <laughs> my uh, listening in December because I love The Christmas Carol. Yeah. I've, I love every version that's ever been made. Nice. I love to see although my favorite has got to be the Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, I think, that's, I yeah, I think yeah. that's the best definitive one as far as I'm concerned, but yeah. um, it really Cain's is so, so faithful to yeah. the book. It's, it's amazing. All like, of the, even, in our Christmas Carol, every single Muppet is there. They're just uh, silent characters. <laughs> they didn't that's have any, any lines. Yeah. Characters, but they're all in it. No, but yeah, uh, tell us, tell our audience where they can find yeah. you and find more information. So car, you can find Carcerum anywhere you, you get your normal podcasts, or you can go to Carcerum, the series that's C A R C E R E M the series.com. And you can find all the links. You can find the behind the scenes videos there. Um, you can find us on social media, almost anywhere at, at Carcerum, the series. Uh, yep. At Carcerum, the series. Um, uh, I think Twitter is at Carcerum S, but if you write at Carcerum the series, I'm sure it's going to pop up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's Google knows. It is, yeah, Google knows. Um, and you can see the whole list of cast and crew on the website, and and keep up to date with everything. Um, and uh, oh, the Christmas Carol. You can if you go. Oh, I really got to update this website. But go to uh, ChristmasCarolRadio.com. And you can see okay. behind the scenes videos there. Find out where nice. you can get it. You can get it on the iTunes store, I think, and and Amazon, um, Audible, that that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah at Carcerum the series, and you can also hit us up. I you know I love engaging with people. If you have theories or or art or want to get involved or something, hit us up. Cool. That's awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. It's really a great yeah. pleasure talking to you. And like I said, it is an inspiration. It's one of the audio dramas has been one of 
you mentioned War of the Worlds. We had that on vinyl when I was a kid. My dad had a copy of wow. that on vinyl. So really, that was probably my first exposure to that type of storytelling, right? Um, and so, uh, and then I, and because of that, I was inspired to go listen, you know, to other things on, you know, and, and find, uh, cassette tapes mm -hmm. and uh, stuff at the library. My mom was a librarian, so I had access to Elliot, a lot of that kind of cassette stuff. tapes are music uh, and audio yeah. delivery devices. Uh, you yeah. know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little too young but, for that. Uh, he but says yeah, that it was, like it's insulting to you. I don't know. Right. It's more condescending to himself. Right. I was going to say it, it, right. it's more making fun of myself than it is you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You guys know your season. It's fine. That's right. It's true. We're that's He's, what we call it. We're seasoned. We're not we're not old. Uh, old. We're not old. <laughs> we don't like we don't like we're, that word here. <laughs> well, I mean, again, I I grew up listening to these things when I was like four or five on cassette tapes. It. I am far. I went into a meeting once and I was talking about all of these things. And the guy stops me once. He's like, stop, just stop. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. What? He goes, how old are you? And I was like, 22. He goes, you should be 80 before you're talking about this stuff. This is ridiculous. <laughs> listening to it in the, in the living room, all gathered around yeah. the radio, listening to little orphan Annie, yeah. drinking your Ovaltine. Yeah. Right. Make sure you have your decoder. <laughs> yeah, That's right. right. I think it's so cool how, um, one of the things that you've mentioned is is this passion started from when you were a child, right? There's a lot of people that say, like, go back to your childhood and think about the things that you loved. And I used to mm. ask my mom that type of question all the time. Like, well, what did I do as a child? And <laughs> the only thing she ever told me was you were always playing outside. And the one story was like, um, the reason she stopped checking our pockets when we were kids and she would do laundry is because we used to put dead worms in our pockets. And so I would just like, I'm like, great. That's, that's what you give me. That's oh, how am I right. supposed to work with this? Okay. What am I, what am I supposed to do with that? So that might work for you. <laughs> but you know, your career. Did you read, no. did you read the book, how to eat fried worms? That's, <laughs> that's something. No, but I just like, that. I, I think that it's really amazing, you know, um, that you could look back on your childhood, uh, even for yourself, Jeff, you know, you guys can look back on your childhood and be like, you find the correlations, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I don't I think that's really amazing. And it's weird. My, my uncle uh, was the first one to give it. I remember the Christmas very well. Cause he gave me this cassette thing of 10 episodes or 10 cassette tapes of Gunsmoke, which was the longest running TV show of all time, but started as mm -hmm. radio show. Right. And I, I remember it started as that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I Love Lucy was originally a show called My Favorite Husband that was a radio show. Dragnet, which is one of the longest wow. running IPs. That one of I did know. I've Dragnet. listened to some of those. There you go. Yeah. Um, the Shadow. Oh, Blue Beetle. Love the Shadow. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. Superman. Yep. Um, the all of these things. Uh, 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 Lone Ranger. Like, uh, yeah, all uh, anyway, the he, I remember the Christmas because on the cover of that thing was like a, a it was a gun and a star and something else but i thought it was like a costume and i thought i had gotten a costume for being a cowboy and i was really excited and i open it up and it's this thing and i was very very confused <laughs> fast forward many 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 years later when i'm starting you know i'm, I'm a year into doing we're alive i call my uncle and say hey i want to let you know i'm doing these things and it started because of these things he goes i have no memory of giving you that i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i was like hey i'm so 
<laughs> I'm so glad that we've had this time together. <laughs> literally, you call him up to tell him that he's literally influenced your entire life, and he has oh, no recollection oh, of it at all. Funny. None. That's he funny. Has yeah. None. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, we're gonna um, I, again. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Anytime. Um, I've had a great time. It was. It was a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, Absolute maybe pleasure. when season two comes out, we'll we'll get together again and talk theories about what's going to happen. Hopefully, we'll listen to all of them by then. Or maybe game uh, night. I feel like he'd be great um, for one of those. Oh you yeah, have you ever played night? Jack? Have you ever played Jackbox games? Yes, you know those. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, so um, it's supposed to be every Tuesday, but life gets in the way sometimes. So we're we're doing it every other Tuesday until uh, further notice. But yeah, we have. Friends, when we get on here, we do it live stream. I mean, uh, Jackbox. Any All game. Right, cool. I love games. All right. Games. Yeah. I will skip dinner if I get to play games. I love games. Yeah. All right. You should do All Extra right. Life next year. 24 hours of games <laughs> to raise money for your local <laughs> children. I'm not great at video games, but I'm getting better. It doesn't, it doesn't you know what? It doesn't games. have to be video Tabletop, games. Tabletop board games. You can yeah, roll dice. In. I did I a no uh, 12 game, hour though. D&D marathon. With a with a, a friend who's a DM, professional DM, he he did a twelve hour marathon, yeah. and I got to play with them, uh, I just have, to raise money. I have Settlers of Catan and Risk oh. on my phone right now, and Clue. <laughs> Those and are I gotta perfect. Say, <laughs> I gotta say, he's an amazing director, and I'm not gonna tell you who because he just texted me and said, "Why haven't you said I'm an amazing director yet?" So <laughs> I'm not even gonna tell you who it is. <laughs> Awesome. I have I have a I have a inkling who it might be. It doesn't matter. He's just a great director. He's a great That's director. <laughs> Say awesome. less. Say less. <laughs> Thanks so much uh again. Uh I want to remind people though about our uh that contest. I'm gonna bring it up on the screen again real quick. We are giving away this Stadia premiere edition since we mentioned games. I will uh show it again. And that's all it is. It's a controller um, and that that thing that plugs into TV. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, I literally have a, what, what what is it? Can you tell me what so, this thing I entered is? <laughs> yeah, so so it's literally it's literally a, a game console that's actually a Chromecast dongle, basically. So you can plug it in, and you're you're playing games uh, and like legit like 4K um, wow. video games like uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I just got Far Cry Six for it, uh, Resident Evil Village, you know, like you know games that are on yeah. the next generation consoles. But you don't have to download anything. You don't have to wait for you downloads. Don't have to spend you just plug it in. Dollars on a PC. You or... do need you do need a reasonably good internet connection, but it doesn't have to be the blazing fast right. fiber. <laughs> um, and well, it can just we be had a, a well, <laughs> we had a um, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, not, not after what I said like about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord i would love and it I, they, um, I would love it if they became a sponsor <laughs> that would be yeah, hilarious that would be great um no I, well we just never got the service we were supposed to have that's, I get that's it. a long I got story you. short like yeah. they said we were supposed to get this speed we never got it and then fiber came in our network and i'm like oh. i got it or in our neighborhood i'm like easy easy nice uh and and it's actually cheaper than I was paying for <laughs> see win win for, win for, for much on. faster <laughs> right. yeah <laughs> well, they should be. Wind, yeah. uh, let's see. What are we using? It's uh, Kinetic by Windstream. Uh, if I say it, maybe, you know, where's my... Uh, check will show up. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping oh, wait, there's that a that will happen. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking to see... Yeah, I do. Hold on. There yeah, you Every go. time I yeah. say Kinetic by Windstream, we'll do that, and hopefully they'll they'll send us a nice. check. No. I... Um, 
but yeah, you can play games literally streaming through the cloud. Like it's it's kind of mind blowing that it even works at all. Wow. Um, and well, I'll need it for it next on, year to to play games for twenty four hours. That's right. Yeah. Right. Well, you can do it on your your laptop. So, you know, even a laptop that you're like, oh, this laptop, I couldn't buy Far Cry 6 because my laptop can't handle it. Well, guess what? Google servers can. Wow. So you can play it. Um, you can also, there's an app for Android phones. You can play it. And that controller can sync with your phone. And you could literally play, you know, high def games on, on your phone. On, on your like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, on yeah, a tiny little cool. screen, you can play. Nice. Yeah. Or your iPad, whatever. I'm just saying, like, you know. The iPad, I tried to, on the iPad, I had some troubles. I, I didn't say, I said Android phone because app they're still having some issues with Apple. Every time they do an mm-hmm. update, Google's like, what are you doing? You're trying, you know, and so they have to Apple's fix it. Apple's got so. an Yeah. Well, see, you'll, you'll be able to play this day. Well, not this one because you're ineligible. Samsung has a new, has a new um, podcasting app that you can, that they have. Really? So Sam, Samsung has a new podcasting app. And you know what? You can find Carcerum on it. Hey. What is it? What is it? Uh, awesome. it's, 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 the, it's local. So it's relatively new in the last couple of months. So make sure oh, that, that your show is on it as well because you can find it and, well. and put your show up there. Oh, you have to submit it. Uh, I think you do. All right. I think you do because I know I did. Let's see. But call Samsung. Hmm. So, oh, wait, we got a comment from the in that gallery. Uh, out TV. Here. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I thought about it earlier. So we also do something. We we have a, a, a network called Crap TV. Bill Holmes's company is called Compost Productions. Nice. Uh, okay. that's, that's so we great. have, we have uh, compost reality adjacent programming or Crap TV. <laughs> and we do, during the pandemic, we started getting very like itchy and angry and, and you know, as everybody did. So we started doing live game shows uh, every other Friday. So oh, we have, we have two, we have, uh, is the answer that you wrote on your card the same as the answer that I wrote on my card? Um, <laughs> and then we just had a, we had a show uh, on Friday, which was North Hollywood Cubes. Um, <laughs> North Hollywood Cubes. North Hollywood Cubes. So if you go to craptv.online, you can watch all of our old stuff and then get updates and when we do ones. And you know what? I'm going to put go. you guys on the list for all, all, all of you to be, you know, contestants and stuff on the show. You can win up That'd to- be awesome. However much money we feel like giving away. <laughs> That's fair. That's awesome. Sounds fair. <laughs> All right. I would be I'm, totally up for that. That's amazing. That sounds great. Down um, for an extra dollar. I'm gonna. I'm actually typing in the URL now because I want to. Craptv dot online. Online. Awesome. All right. Cool. Well, again, I, I keep I'm starting <laughs> to end the show, but I literally. This is what I love. I mean, literally, I could. We we tend to do this where we end the show. And I'm going to tell, I'm just going to tell people this, you end the show and guests, guests don't leave. Like they, you know, I say goodbye and they oh. stick around and we just, you know, cause it, they don't just like rush off when we're done. We talk for a little bit afterwards. And sometimes some of the best conversations keep are like right after I've stopped or I've, so I've started recording after that. So if anything what, really? cool happens, oh, I'll put it on. Yeah. You guys gotta be no, careful. Gotta be no, I'm going to, I'm going uh, to start maybe throwing it on Patreon or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we'll throw up a little you know, that behind the scenes. That's right. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Gad. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but, but yeah, I do want to uh, go ahead and sign off here because my family wants to see me probably at some point. Oh, um, and I still have to edit this for the podcast person, portion tomorrow. So it drops yeah. uh, in the middle of the night. Um, but thank thank you again for being here. It's great. I definitely. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. If you, I don't, what are you doing Tuesday night? Maybe we can get you on this game night. We can uh, yeah, check it out. Hey, I don't know. Um, it's, <laughs> I don't what know what, we, what did we decide? Seven o'clock we're starting. It all right. Yeah, seven around. to eight thirty. Right, and then it's daylight savings, and it's like, it's, which hour yeah. is it? And, uh, was it seven o'clock that we started? No, what time eight. Zone? We eight came back? It was eight. We are eight o'clock. So. Yeah, time where are zone? you guys? Yeah, what time zone? We are Eastern. We're in Cleveland. We're in Eastern. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in Los Angeles. So yeah. So you're three hours behind. You. So the other three hours. So yeah. Yes. Three, five, three or four. Yeah. Whatever. So you'd be five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. Yeah. I'm down. All right. I'll send you an email right. and we'll see if we can make it work. That would be great. Um, so there you go, guys. Listen to uh, come join us on YouTube and Twitch for uh, game night. That's not on the podcast. So you're going to have to actually, you know, get off of your phone and, and, and come on the internet to watch oh, it. Now, and then you play, now, Jack. you play along on your phone as the That's audience. That's right. You can, can you play, play with the audience. thing I'm going to win. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming that I'm assuming they're listening to the podcast on their phone. That's how I do it. I don't know. Maybe you're listening on your computer. Who knows? You know what my sister does? She, I'm just glad you're listening. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> we love right. you. My sister literally watches the podcast and game night just to see when I'm done. Well, my family, they oh, don't watch, hilarious. but, they, but they hear, uh, they, they that hear, would be how they can tell because they, they hear me still talking and they're like, is he still recording? And I stopped recording like an hour ago. I mean, not this time. Obviously, we're still on the air. Um, but yeah, they're like, is he is he done? Can we talk yet? Can we, you know, turn on the TV? What's going on? That's why that's yeah. why I'm, a, up, I'm up in the attic. Yeah. I don't have that. I don't have that privilege. I'm literally right off the living room, in a little fenced-off area. It's, I am in the living room. You are. The <laughs> yeah, look at you. <laughs> My sister right. came home from work, poor thing, and she wanted to make something to eat, and I'm looking at her like, "You better not. <laughs> you better make all of us something right. to eat." Sure, sure. Right. 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 I mean, come on. There we go. Well, uh, thanks to everybody who uh, uh, has listened to this episode of The Podcast is Real. Yes. It was real. It was very real. Thank you again, Shane Salk. Make sure to check out his podcast, uh, Car Serum, and uh, even go back and listen to We Were Live. That one was really good, too. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's great. We'll see you guys Tuesday for game night on YouTube and Twitch. And next Sunday, it's Writers Month because it's NaNoWriMo. And That's so right. we have, Do we have um, some writers Shane coming? is a writer. And then uh, we have some writers coming. So we'll see you guys next week. And I talked too long for the <laughs> entrance or the exit music. It wouldn't be a World Gone Geek show if there weren't technical difficulties. The Podcast is Real is a World Gone Geek production.